Good morning and welcome to the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Pastor Jared Pollard. And this is Pastor Benjamin Davis. If you hear any heavy breathing, it's just me. Um, <laughs> the uh, tree pollen is wreaking havoc on my life. And so if you hear any wheezing or heavy breathing, that's just me breathing through my mouth. I wonder here. if allergies are a part of the fall of man. Yes, they are. You think so? Along with ticks and mosquitoes. <laughs> <laughs> ticks, ticks, mosquitoes, and pollen. I got home from our Easter access. church on the lawn and uh, spotted this black spot on my <laughs> arm. Uh-oh. And I thought, I've never seen that before. <laughs> and so I, I better investigate. And I looked, and this was a pretty good-sized tick <laughs> that was burrowing in. <laughs> he's, hang, he's hanging on. That's hilarious. Okay, well, so I forgot to put uh, protection on the top of my head. Uh, yeah, and I don't have natural protection on the top of my head anymore. And... Uh, it's, it hurt a little bit. Note to self for the May church on the lawn, uh, put on sunscreen. And wear a hat. And, wear a hat. <laughs> and maybe put on some DEET. That's right. That's right. So we're talking about how God is both just and justifier. I just love that verse. I hope by the end of this week's podcast, that's going to be so in mm-hmm. your DNA that you love it as much as I do, that God is both just, he's the judge, mm-hmm. and the justifier That's of right. the one who has faith in Jesus. Did you know that as a um, as a kid, my mom felt it was so important that we learn what a criminal justice trial <laughs> looked like, that she took me and my brother to a murder case? No, I did not know that. Absolutely. You know, those are open to the public, right? Yeah. You know, so yeah. she she took my brother and I to a murder case <laughs> in our town and uh, made us watch the case. Wow. <laughs> it was a guy that shot his wife. Um, do, you, do you want this to be you? Uh, <laughs> maybe that was it. It's a scared, it, scared it, straight It, it could have been. It, it might have been the, a fear, an impartation of the fear of God. Now, my brother and I came away from that saying, she asked us, she said, do you think he's innocent or guilty? And my brother and I came away saying, well, you know, we kind of believe the defense attorney. I, I don't know. It kind of seems plausible that he's that yeah. he's uh, innocent. And my mom said, "I think he's guilty." <laughs> <laughs> and I still remember some of the details of that case. And they did convict him. Wow. Uh, and uh, so, um, so God is both just and justifier. He's mm. the judge in the courtroom. This is Romans three twenty six. But then he's the one who justifies the person on trial yeah. through Jesus. Yeah, I just love that. Mm. So we're looking at facets of that. And so today we're going to look at Romans 3, 22 and 23 that kind of lead up to that thinking. And this next verse is foundational to all Protestant Christianity. Mm-hmm. It is uh, foundational to the American government. Mm. It is why all of the Constitution is in place in the American government is from Romans 3.23. Mm. And here's what it says. For there is no distinction, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. How do you think that got into the American government? Did you, did, were you taught in this? Um, uh, yeah, I was trained w- with some of it. What, what, um, where did this get into the American government? What, what, what is the founding fathers thinking? They were in, this was their DNA. Hmm. So how did it get into the American government? Well, I mean, the judicial system itself is all based around this. Um, mm-hmm. in 
but I, that's just my immediate thought. Uh-huh. So I'm the not ju- sure exactly we, where you're going. Well, it's, a, it's all three of them. It's in the judicial system, the legislative system, but mm-hmm. the founding fathers, what they said was... Well, checks and balances. In and checks and balances, yeah. there's your word. Yeah. All checks and balances that are part of our American governmental system are built on Romans 323. Mm. For the Because the founding fathers were from the Puritans and the Pilgrims, mm-hmm. and what they said was... Um, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So here's the deal. If, no one can be it, trusted. <laughs> that's it. Any one group yeah. of people that gets unlimited power will become unlimitedly corrupt. <laughs> I'm sorry. The only image I get when you say unlimited power <laughs> I know is, coming. is Palpatine <laughs> screaming Unlimited <it>. power, <laughs> lightning coming out of the fingertips. I've got a great image going on in my mind about that right now. But that's, his, that's what they were afraid of. They were afraid of Emperor Palpatine. Mm-hmm. So what they did was they created a system of checks and balances so that you'd never end up with Emperor Palpatine. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's where the judicial system checks mm-hmm. the presidency and checks the Congress. And then the Congress checks the president and the, you know, it's mm-hmm. vice versa. They're, each, mm-hmm. they're all three checking each other mm-hmm. to limit their unlimited power because all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. No, no distinction. Doesn't matter if you're raised in church or not, you've sinned and you fall short of the glory of God and Mm -hmm. therefore you need a savior. So let's try and make this really practical. Mm -hmm. You've got a little baby coming Mm -hmm. named Everly. Mm -hmm. What does it mean for Everly that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Means when she's able to speak, nobody will have taught her to say no. (laughs) (laughs) But that'll be her gut reaction. Uh It will be no. And it's just, it's the reality of a sin nature. Um, And I know that that's uh, sadly debated right now of whether we actually have Is it debated? It's debated. Really? So Who's uh, debating it? Um, people my age. Um, yeah, it was debated. I'm, yep. I'm joking. It was yep. debated in our age too. Yep. It, it was. It, yeah. It's uh-huh. the. It's the. Well, did God actually like? Do we actually have a sin nature? Um, and you know, people try to go. Well, well, how could God have created us with a sin nature? Mm. And the reality is, is that God didn't create us with no. a sin nature. It was chosen. It got um, imparted. Yeah. With Adam. Yeah. And, and so, Eve. Yeah. But it's a reality. Mm-hmm. There is a sin nature. Nobody. Nobody teaches somebody to be selfish. Nobody, right. Nobody teaches somebody to lie, yeah, to cheat. My favorite is you don't have to teach a child to pull a toy out of the toy basket, <laughs> but it takes a lot of training to teach them mm-hmm. to put the toy back into the toy basket. What is the deal with that? Is that it's very natural to make yeah. a mess, but it's training to yeah. clean up the mess. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. yeah that, 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 yeah. It's such a simple thing. Yeah. I think it's a less healthy debate to have about whether there is a sin nature. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a healthier debate to have about how to relate to the sin nature. <laughs> it doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah, right, right. You know, this denial is what that is. Process, I mean, yeah. so, so I think it's a healthier debate yeah. to say, baby Everly, you know, what is the best way to relate to this sin nature? Should I spank it? Should I redirect <laughs> it? Should I confront it? Should I, you know, should I just love more? Should, you know, that, that's where the debate should be as opposed to, uh, yeah. is there a sin nature? Yeah, yeah. You know. Well, because what happens is, is if there's not a sin nature, then there is no need for a savior. Right. 
That's that's where it gets. That's, and that, that's whether they want to admit that that's the end game or not. It that, is the end game. That is the end game. And so um, the reality is, is that my unborn child needs a savior. That's right. Yeah. And that is really why Paul wrote the book of Romans. Mm-hmm. He's trying to establish, and he did establish, yeah. that wherever the gospel goes, mm-hmm. people are going to realize the sin nature reveals a need for mm-hmm. a Savior. Yeah. And that is why it's so important. Now, it also, once you accept the sin nature, it solves a lot of debates and problems also. Mm-hmm. Why are all these things raging in America? Sin nature. Yeah. Why is there a problem with drugs and alcohol? Sin nature. Yeah. Why is there a 50% divorce rate? <laughs> it's the sin nature. Yeah. Why does abuse happen? Well, the, the sin nature. Yeah. Um, you know, why do do fun-loving millennials, uh, you know, resist having children and then children is like, oh, my gosh, sin nature. We watched a comedian. Oh, I, I can't tell you which one on the air. I just We watched a comedian the other night. It was so funny. And he was talking about their his child, you know, and then growing to a certain age where um said, you know, when I fir- we first had this child, it was like, putting a little baby alligator in your tub, and you say to your friends, oh, look, put your finger down there and let you, let that alligator bite your finger. But after 18 years, that alligator is full size, and you don't dare put your finger down in there. It'll bite your finger off. He said, you know, after a while, you just realize it's time for that alligator to go. <laughs> Move on. Move along. He was referring to his child moving on to college, you That's know. That's hilarious. So here's the thing is that uh, all have sinned yeah. and fall short of the glory of God. Yeah. What that means is we need a Savior. What yeah. is the hope mm-hmm. for America? Yeah. Is the hope for America the return <laughs> of President Trump? Wait, are you telling me? Wait, wait, just let me clarify. Oh, man. Are you telling me that Christian nationalism is not the answer? It's not. <laughs> Jesus is the answer. It's true. Is the hope for America President Biden? No. It's Jesus. Is the hope for America the return of President Trump? No, (laughs) it's Jesus. Is the hope for America more government money? More, Lord, more. (laughs) I love the stimulus checks. It's not. The hope for America is is Jesus saving people from yeah. our sin Absolutely. nature. And if you have a loved one that you see getting into destructive behavior, mm-hmm. what you want to do is say their hope is a savior. Yeah. And that is really where we want to keep our hope placed. And if we'll do that, I believe that God will engage in our faith, right? Yeah. And bring the miracle that we need. Thank you for joining us today. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that through community in small groups and encounters with Jesus, you will have growth. Visit Abundant.us to learn more about ALC and how to join a small group. You can also join us on Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. in person or at 1045 in person or on our YouTube with our live stream community.